forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast may be only 8% complete, and that 8% may be overrun with gummy babies, profane ghosts, and Shrek fart water. The ugly-themed mall that has ruined the New Jersey skyline for decades now ruins this podcast. It's the American Dream Disaster on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride uh, for an episode that has been in the works since the first George W. Bush administration. I'm I'm Jason Sheridan. (laughs) Are you going to say you were George W. Bush? Was that what you were about to say? (laughs) Have you lost your mind completely? This topic, maybe... Okay. This topic, maybe that's Mike Carlson. I'm Mike Scott Carlson. Is also I'm not here. George W. Bush. <laughs> I'm uh, and, and I, Scott Gardner, I'm not George W. Bush. Also, but I, you know, the craziest thing is, I think it's even further. I like at least with the like little embers, uh, like the beginning seeds of this crazy thing. I think go back to Clinton a little bit. Oh, yeah. Initial, like, pitches and stuff. It go Just back to vague. an era when these sorts of multi-entertainment multi, destination things were, like, relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before, like, this thing bridges all of the giant tragedies. <laughs> it goes back. It covers all of them. It It, it really, like... And it's the it's the most apt uh, name, the most like and most apt thing to be doing at this time. I, I think I would say multiple apt names too. <laughs> I, oh yes, I, it went I think, from one to another. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly a note I had written down is how many people read about what this was and was like, I am going to go join ISIS. <laughs> this is causing me. <laughs> Those ISIS guys might have a point. Uh, I just learned about a big mall, and it drove me insane. <laughs> I never really uh, thought about Death to America before, but you know, now I can kind of wrap my head around the concept. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah, with an entertainment complex and shopping, the the size of the scope was enough to uh, drive people to extremism. <laughs> Uh, um, so we're talking about I uh, correct me if I'm wrong one of the names the American Dream Meadowlands oh see I missed that as a name I didn't see that uh, either is that one of the many names I thought that's where they ended up like that's huh. the most recent one maybe well, if you look them uh, I think I believe now you just go to if you want to learn about this place I think it's just AmericanDream.com if that mm-hmm. clarifies it where the logo just says American Dream, and you can click around the website of this, one of the biggest malls ever built, but don't call it a mall in front of the people responsible because it's so much more than that. It's so full of attractions. Why, if you go to the website like I'm looking at right now, you'll see all kinds of rides and slides uh, and (laughs) and other things that uh, are not open and may never open. Yeah. I will say, you know, we haven't talked, we've been talking a lot about ladders lately, which I'm really excited about, but we haven't talked about slides that much. So I'm excited to talk about slides. 
so we've never done an episode devoted to one single slide. We've yeah. poked around various water slides, but there is not one that's been enough to right. uh, get its own its own episode. Um, which are there any? I mean, maybe that one that killed that person, but I don't really want to talk about that for a long no, time. No, I'm not interested no. in that one. I don't. We don't need to talk about that one. There's one in Toontown. What's the? Where's the slide in Toontown? We haven't done enough well, about that's that. That's gone one. though. They took out. Yeah, I don't think you can go oh, on the slides shit. there anymore. There's no slide. Yeah, that's. I was like a, a legal mm. cut at some point. Um, America yeah. is getting worse, I guess. Why? <laughs> This is, uh, yeah, what we're talking about is a mall in New Jersey um, that it, it has a very long and calamitous history and that finally started opening and then the, there was the COVID-19 outbreak. And, and we've certainly been aware of this and we've, we've texted about it, but I just want to credit the, the person who put it back on our radar on our Facebook group. I'm going to guess the, the pronunciation, Jason Fausoni, uh, who, who posted an article on a, a website called Six Square Feet. And just to read, because sometimes you just have to see what we saw to understand why we had to leap to it and do an episode. Uh, the headline, no reopening plans for New Jersey's American Dream Mall as tenants flee and owner <laughs> skips mortgage payments. <laughs> we knew right away this was uh, oh, deep yeah. in our wheelhouse. Oh, and yeah. I just want to say, when this first came up years ago on the podcast, I said, it's not going to happen. It's not going to it's not going to fully open this because this I had heard about this for years and years and just that it was a catastrophe. Chris Christie, of all people, the former governor of New Jersey. Let me try and find this uh, quote I have. Um, he described it as uh, quite possibly the ugliest building in New Jersey and maybe America. <laughs> <laughs> and he would know about ugly because he's a pug ugly son of a bitch. Whoa, so, like, <laughs> wow, Jason. <laughs> uh, ugly. Uh, ugly inside and out, Chris Christie. Uh, wow, gee whiz. <laughs> which oddly, <laughs> which oddly, ugly inside and out is not something that he himself would say about the mall because he, he made that comment. People, it got a lot of press and it really like damned this place for a long time. Then to assuage him, at some point he was given a tour, and he said in the press, just so you know, I saw the inside, and it is not as ugly as the outside. I'm happy to report. <laughs> they, like, took him around to show him, see? Not so bad. And, that's and it fair, turns out... Jason. He's being fair he, there, you know? That's an honest man. That's an honest he politician. Was, he was being fair. You know what else? He was being very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> very incorrect. You know, we've all been looking at photos of this place for a while. Uh, um, I, I, and I, I'd have to agree. Uh, um, there's one other. I don't know if this is from the, the one that Jason uh, posted on the Facebook or from another article called A Dream Deferred. But <laughs> let me just read this just to, you know, just so the press, this article can do the exposition for us to explain this whole thing. After nearly two decades of construction delays, New Jersey's mega mall American Dream partially opened last October. Partially. And this story, as we said, goes back decades. Uh, six months later, the three million square foot venue was forced to close its doors because of the coronavirus pandemic. Now, even as the state continues its gradual reopening, there is still no reopening date for the five billion dollar mall. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> billion dollars and one billion supposedly taxpayer subsidies 
Wow. Which is, it's the whole thing with this and this company. It's a company that's always tried to make it, you know, public money meets other stuff. But, you know, before we get too far into it, I mean, so, so, so Jason on the Facebook group reminded us, oh, this would be really fun to talk about. And it's current and it's, it's relevant and hopefully not, you know, I don't think they're going to reopen by the end of the week that we're recording this. And then, uh, we don't have, it's not relevant anymore. Uh, it doesn't seem like things are going great, but yeah, obviously this would be fun to do, but I realized, wait, isn't, you remember at the end of the downtown Disney ordeal that we were sent on all these missions by all these keepers like from various, all none of them theme parks. Obviously, all shopping centers right. near theme parks are related to theme parks, and there were a lot of them. And I got to be honest, I zoned out. But wasn't one of them the keeper of the American Dream Mall? Uh, yes, I think you're correct. I think that that we, we this was already a little bit on our radar because of we were visited by one of our friend, the sector keepers' cousins, who yeah. was the keeper of this mall that had just opened i forget when we did the downtown disney ordeal i guess it was around that same time that it partially opened yeah or was about to i don't know we didn't we didn't think it was going to be closed forever because of the pandemic i do uh, in in checking my notes here it looks like it was supposed to be called the american dream disaster which oddly a really prophetic name right what's ended up happening yes yeah um Uh so do yeah. you, I mean, like, we, this wasn't really, I mean, we're just throwing this together as kind of an afterthought, but like, do you think we could like summon him? Do you think he's, huh? do you think he's summonable? I mean, that's, that well, let me, uh, let me do a little texting here. Let me see if I can get, uh, <gasps> let me, oh, wait a minute. I think, I think, hold. boys, boys, it's me, the keeper of the American dream mall in New Jersey. Well, Whoa, there, Even though I'm whoa. from Long Island and I hate New Jersey. Whoa. I know how much you've been wanting to do my saga, the American Dream Disaster. And I said we'd do it in the summer of 2025, but I ain't sure this mall's going to be around by then. Mm-hmm. To set my them. spirit free, please review the 8% of the mall that opened before the pandemic. This should be 17 episodes minimum. Oh, Good friggin' luck, boys. Huh. Well... Yeah, there he is. Thank, hey, whoa, hi. Hey. Well, thanks for thanks for being here on such short notice. I, you just responded to a mic, a text, I guess. Yeah, I just, just texted uh, this gentleman, this ghost gentleman, um, and well, yeah. So we are. Hey, thanks. He's here. Uh, he's in a fourth window on our Zoom. We're doing this virtually. He just popped up in the corner. So he's not with any of us in particular, and we all got to be distant. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's piping in from from somewhere. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for joining. Uh, I hope I hope you're excited about this. This sucks. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, well, <laughs> jeez, what? <laughs> Already? Give us a chance, dude. Yeah, kind of fair. Kind of fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, man. This is, you know, I always find this process doing records this way to be like a little stiff and a little, you know, not organic. But he especially just he seems like he's like so far, like he's not even paying attention. I just feel so, so distant from the guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, I want to assure the listeners, though, he is here live for sure. There's no yeah. anything weird, but we, he is here. It's just he's like not paying attention. So it might, I think, probably seem like he's sort of, you know, not here, but but he is for sure. 
look, we're all distracted checking out. I mean, how can you give any of these Zoom records really your all? I just hope he he kind of helps us or something. Yeah, I think. Boys, boys, you're boring the crap out of me. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. All right. All he right. wants to get going, I think. I think that's sort of the, the vibe here. Okay. Fine, dude. Okay. So I have kind of, um, I kind of have a log line for this place uh, from mm. the the website Chain Store Age. I, I spent a lot of time on the website Chain Store Age, uh, six square feet. I'm sure we all were on there. There's a lot of articles about this place on there. Six square mm-hmm. feet also was where I learned that Jeffrey Epstein's Manhattan Mansion is up for sale. Um, <laughs> Are you going to put in a bid? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got to get 88 million. That's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> Does it come uh, with all the hidden cameras that filmed all, so, so many of our faves doing yeah. stuff that isn't our fave? <laughs> Oy. Oy. Um, so, okay. So here is the description from Chain Store Age. And then I have uh, one of the facts that it drove me to madness. I learned after uh, reading uh, a lot about this place. The American Dream, developed by Triple Five Group, is approximately three square million feet. Three million square feet and projects forty million visitors annually. When complete, the destination will include more than four hundred retail, food, and specialty shops, and more than fifteen entertainment offerings, including fully enclosed DreamWorks water park and Nickelodeon Universe theme park, Big Snow American Dream, Kidzania live performing arts theater, 300-foot-tall observation wheel, Merlin Entertainment, Sea Life Aquarium, and Legoland Discovery Center, the rink, an NHL regulation-sized ice rink, and the dining terrace with over 15 full-service restaurants and a food hall. So that's a log line that's a paragraph long. So now, much. It's, it's so very much. And one two one big thing I learned is that the mall portion of this ended up being scheduled to open last. And if that wasn't weird enough, another thing I learned is that this is located in Bergen County in New Jersey. Bergen County still has blue laws on the book, meaning a lot of shops have to stay closed on Sundays. On Sunday, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so, Whoa. <laughs> so this was pretty common in Jersey back in the day. They would have blue laws, a lot of shops are closed, shops and, and some restaurants are closed. Ugh. Amusement parks are not closed. <laughs> was, that the, was that the keeper? Yeah, sorry? yeah, he said yuck about, yeah. about those laws. Doesn't like yeah. blue laws, yeah, huh? It's blue can, laws. Can you elaborate? What? Else? Why don't you like them? Uh, uh, whew, uh, this sucks. Uh, <laughs> oh, he doesn't that's, like them. He just doesn't like them. Suck. I think he's, it's like yeah. a feeling he has. It's not. You don't have to keep going into it. Sure. Yeah. Now, supposedly the reason blue laws are still on the books for whatever reason in this one county in New Jersey is Bergen County already has a shit ton of malls and the residents have asked them to stay on the books because it's one day where there is a little bit of relief from the traffic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a big factor in this whole thing is the tra- traffic's very bad in this neck of the woods, which is very yeah. near where the Giants play, correct? So it like super crazy bottlenecks whenever there's a game and even if there isn't one. The Giants and the Jets hmm. and a horse race track and the empty I I forget what it's even called now. It used to be called the Izod Center where the Nets and the 
Jersey Devils play. They have since gone to play elsewhere. So there is an empty arena close by as well. <laughs> Visiting the empty arena? And why yeah. not visit a mall that only got 8% open and is only open uh, six out of seven days of the week? <laughs> Here's an, some other numbers. Magic Kingdom attendance. Uh, I believe this was 2017. Just under 21 million. Universal Studios Florida attendance, roughly 10 million. This, so this place, is in a year? This is in a year. This place projects 40 million annually. <laughs> 40 million annually. I mean, that's... <laughs> the hubris is always yeah. usually what I think when I... And also with a place where there's malls around everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's not like this is the only mall in, you know, two states. With all these tenants that have multiple outposts really nearby, I, I forget what they are offhand, but I, you know, say a Target or a Macy's, I forget, but like, I know that I know I saw one major chain that's like the linchpin of this that has three other ones in the area. So why would you also be here? I don't know. It's <laughs> hubris. <laughs> it's great. 40 million. And it, yeah, it's going to top all the way to like all those theme parks combined, essentially. Out of the gate? like, But why would it? <laughs> well, yeah. because it has a Ninja Turtles shell razor roller coaster in it, I guess. I mean, I will say the, the ideal version of this does sound cool. Yes. And, uh, yeah. uh, and we'll, well, I'm sure we'll jump around the history of it. But the, the people currently responsible who resuscitated these plans after several false starts, it's a company called Triple Five. And they are responsible for the Mall of America, uh, which I, I feel has been woefully underrepresented on, on podcast The Ride, mm -hmm. as has uh, the West Edmonton Mall, which was their first foray into any of this. This mega mall in uh, uh, in Canada and Alberta uh, that seems just bonkers. And, and I this all caused me to look into that a little bit. Just the fact that there were. You could see dolphin shows in this mall. There was a submarine <laughs> ride. You could get on little submarines. Jeez. They um they called an area of it, and I believe the hotel Fantasyland. Even though at some point Disney sued them and said you can't also use Fantasyland. Um. So so both of these malls, I mean, they are like amazing. I haven't gotten to go to West Edmonton, but I've just watched full half hour videos showing you everything there is to do. It's crazy. Mall of America, I have been to. I loved it. So this is the third in the trilogy of the mega mall of the tr the triple five mega malls. If they pulled it off, it, it could be unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it would be unbelievable. I'm not. Yes, we're, we're going to make f some fun here today. But as is common on this podcast, we're making fun of something that we probably walk into and go, oh, this is the greatest place we've ever been to. Like, I love yes, this place yes. so much. In a COVID-free timeline where we did do this in summer 2025 yeah, uh, with the Keeper, I think if, if nothing bad happened to it, I think we'd be having a ball. And maybe we would do the full 17 episodes he just asked us to do. I'm not going to agree to that as it is. I mean, barely any of this. Hope. I think we could fit it all into one unless you guys disagree. Hmm. I think we could fit it into one, but I'm I, leaving yeah. the option open for another 16 episodes. Sure. That's what I I'll say. So. Well, now, since we brought up the Mall of America, did anyone run into the other connection this place has to the Mall of America? No. 
Oh, the Mall of America is the collateral for this establishment. Uh, <laughs> and wait, yeah, okay. Triple Five Group has missed three consecutive seven million dollar uh, payments on the Mall of America. On the Mall of America, of yes, on the Mall of America. So they're just like, are they? I wonder, are they? Do they know they'll just hopefully get bailed out? Do we know this? Do we know that like the intricate financial situation where it's like they probably have the money, but they know that because we're in a time of COVID, they could potentially just get a huge government handout and not have to pay? Well, that's made me wonder, has the American dream received any of that paycheck uh, protection assistance? Right. And the answer is no. I could not find any. Uh, I could not find from like some of the more notable businesses. I did not find any. In terms of themed entertainment... The Walt Disney Family Museum received PPP assistance. Gatorland did. And something in Vail, Colorado called Margaritaville, Inc., which I cannot oh. figure out if it's connected to Margaritaville at all. <laughs> Margaritaville, the, Inc.? Mar- yes, Margaritaville, Inc. So it could just be a guy. And it's not Margaritaville, Inc. like it's a tattoo place. I-N-K. No, not, okay. not I-N-K. Where you can get like a parrot wearing a floppy hat on your arm. Right. Okay. The tattoo that's... you would get if yeah. with any options, uh, yeah, you'd yeah. be willing to. Like um, a Gilligan hat. <laughs> that's pretty wild. You know, they did, they have laid off 100 people, I believe, the American mm-hmm. Dream itself. And then amidst all that, I mean, you know, that's that's who the mall employs. But then the mall is obviously comprised of many different stores. And I believe... Uh, among places that are pulling out or trying to, uh, Forever 21, Victoria's Secret, The Children's Place, um, uh, GNC, I forget what that is, and CMX Cinemas are companies that filed bankruptcy entirely due to COVID-19 and so, so thus are no longer opening at the mall. And, and, and again, none of, none of these open. They did, if you look on YouTube, they did some opening ceremonies for the theme park part. But the rest of it, and I think this is correct, that the mall section of the mall was going to open like the week that all of the locking down happened. I think it was the week. Insane. What are the odds? Well, because they kept shifting. They kept breaking the mall into phases. And they're like, it was phase one through four. And then they're like, okay. Change of plans. Phase three is coming first. So you're getting the Nick, like what it ended up being the stuff officially open was the Nickelodeon theme park and big snow, the indoor ski. <laughs> but wait, the NHL, the the NHL regulation sized hockey rink did not open. No, the, the rink opened. It I the rink opened on the rink. So that was yeah. full. That was in that phase three. I, I have lost track of the phases have shifted so many times. Honestly, the, it's, it seems exactly the same way that the California government is going about reopening businesses out here with the switching around in phases, confusingly. Yeah. Dumping around in the order. Yeah. I actually, I saw some literature not calling these phases, but rather calling them chapters. What? We are opening <laughs> this... In chapters. So just to just to iterate, this is a multi-billion dollar scheme that out of the gate isn't working great. That's devoted to opening things in small chapters. 
and that also <laughs> is related to DreamWorks. It's on the back of DreamWorks characters. It's all a tad equibiesque, wouldn't you say? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> is that a bo- is that a boo? I think yeah, he was booing. I think he booed there. Why does he have a show on Quibi or something? Yeah, he loves Quibi. Yeah, he loves it. He loves they it. They gave a show to the American Dream Ball Keeper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He they they <laughs> heard him on the show. He was in the, he was mixed in there with a lot of other famous keepers. Mm-hmm. So they felt like he had a, a high Q rating. Okay, Wait, but so it was from about. exposure. They didn't give us they didn't give us a show, but they gave a show to this one ghost mm. deep uh, two hours into a podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, he he's got a producer credit on the most dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats on the Emmy. Uh, um, uh, nominations it's been a been a big week for the american dream keeper mm-hmm. um this is really small potatoes i can see why he's he's checking his phone he's like getting congrats on the emmy stuff so that's why he's not yeah. really hey len call me he just said hey len call me <laughs> he's like doing deals to, with len i think he's talking about len testa from touring plans <laughs> and len? the daily disney dish wow he, he's just be- yeah i see he's on his phone he's just like he's yeah he's wheeling and dealing right now well but why we give him one shit like what else what other function would there be for this guy and he uses his time with us to be on his phone to try to do dis- business deals with people using our platform dude i list listen mr keeper happy to have you but you're being a little disrespectful hmm. hey boys shut the fuck up <laughs> jesus <laughs> he's so mean why is he so mean to us <laughs> He's so much meaner than the sector keeper who got a little ornery with all, with all the vape, but this guy's like 20 times worse. Yeah, the sector keeper was like polite. He would be like, oh, I think maybe we should move on or whatever. But he's, yeah, this American dream keeper, right to the point. God, well, he's probably just, he feels burnt by how long it's taken his mall namesake to open and then only to culminate in this disaster. Uh, uh, should we go backwards in time and, and talk about the, the, the seeds of this crazy thing? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, as Jason, as you said, uh, this was not always called the American dream. Um, you know, I think there were maybe proposals for doing something like this in the New Jersey area as, ba- as far back as 96. But I think it didn't really kick into gear until the early 2000s uh, when it was supposed to be called Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> you and you might know Xanadu as the ancient city of regal splendor, or the ELO song with Olivia Newton-John, or the giant castle where Charles Foster Kane died alone. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, you want to, you really want to associate your incredibly ambitious real estate project with a film that is popular because it bombed like that's the if i and i love xanadu is one of my favorite movies but like the point is that it's a big disaster they like they might as well have called this mall the ishtar <laughs> <laughs> or the or the or the Gili. <laughs> that which is synonymous with failure Gili, yeah yeah isn't that no. wait is is um is that a New Jersey, or am I just conflating it with Jersey That's Girl? That's Jersey Girl. Jersey you're Girl, thinking Jersey yeah. Girl. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're thinking of uh, 
J-Lo and Affleck. That's the, those are the two. Those are the two J-Lo Affleck films. Right. Mm-hmm. That's They never completed the trilogy of that. There should have been a that's, third. That's something they should get around to. Yeah. They should do a Zoom reunion <laughs> film. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Smith's eventually going to start doing sequels of the, the ones that didn't work. I mean, he's so... Now, like you would think scraping jersey girl 2 needs to happen i think yeah for sure it's time oh sorry ben affleck couldn't make it again now it's gonna be uh jason muse <laughs> yeah playing <laughs> he, the character. he happened to be available playing the character that we for sure know the name of that we definitely know and i assume yeah. like you're pulling your phone out for an unrelated yeah yeah, yeah. no i'm just setting seeing, an alarm for later I'm setting an alarm for the morning uh but yeah we're all of course talking about okay uh <laughs> my phone not uh ollie trink <laughs> that's his character in- ben affleck is ollie trink <laughs> Yeah. Is that a reference to Oliver, uh, Oliver, is it Oliver Queen, the green arrow? <laughs> uh, I, just because of the Oliver part? I Just because <laughs> Kevin maybe. Smith, I think, was writing around he that time? He was writing green arrow around that time, so it's possible yeah. Ollie Trink is a tribute to Oliver Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, I mean, I guess it's possible. It's, it's only half of it is the same, but not yeah. still not the same, but maybe. Know. I wouldn't bet. Uh, everything i own on that <laughs> okay anyway um the part of the reason this was called xanadu is because there had been a mega mall in madrid called madrid xanadu and an aspect of that was a huge indoor uh ice not rink what's the word a, a hill an indoor hill ski what do you slope. call the ski, ski slope. slope there yep. sorry thanks um that they had something called the Madrid Snow Zone. So <laughs> the idea of building a big place in an urban area with a, a huge slope that was indoor that you could go to all year round, if it worked in Madrid, surely it will work in New Jersey. Yeah, sure. <laughs> see, Basically why not? Basically the same climates. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, and, and this whole project sort of came out i think the the initial people who started it uh uh was the the mills corporation and when i heard this i went oh of course i could i could smell mills stink from this uh, from a mile away if you don't know mills this isn't general mills this is uh you you might in your area have a mills mall in in california there's uh, the ontario mills which is home to the last remaining rainforest cafe in california uh, in Florida, I believe there's, there's the Sawgrass Mills, uh, P- Potomac Mills. There's a whole bunch of them. And the thing uh, uniting all of them is that they suck shit. This is, I'm a mall aficionado. I love malls. The mills are uh, hellscapes. Like if I, I don't, if, if I did wrong in this life, I think I would spend all eternity just doing an endless loop in a mills mall. <laughs> And it's always something Mills. Is that how you know? I, not every Mills <laughs> every- says Mills, but if it says Mills, then it used to be a Mills. Now Mills is defunct. Mills was bought by Simon, right? Because we because oh, yes, yeah. we had a place called Gurney Mills that we would go to, mm, and okay. it is of course now a Simon Center, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> it has become a Simon Mills. Center. So no Mills is a Mills anymore. And- so no Mills is a Mills. 
anymore. And Franklin Mills in uh, Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia, formerly owned by the Mills Corporation, and now, of course, owned by Simon Property Group. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Mike, was it the same deal with you? Was Gurney Mills like a... Because the, the mills that I know about are just these like aesthetic-free nightmares where you go where you just walk in this big loop that never ends and it'll say like group five and group two but this and it tells you what the stores are but those aren't themed in any way it's not like here's the entertainment district it's just like i don't know group two has dsw and group five has marshalls figure it out it kind of felt my memory now this is another one where i'm gonna get a phone call from my mom as soon as i say this because she's gonna dispute this and say gurney mills was wonderful we had a great time going there but my memory of it was it was more like an out it felt like an outlet mall in the sense that you were kind of confused and then you didn't like there wasn't like these big cool things like wood how woodfield mall used to be or how some of these other better malls used to be yes that's my memory No, no uh, distinct architecture. It's right. like you're in a like a, a narrow airplane hangar. Yeah, it's like I mean the Citadel out here is the outlet mall that's outdoors, and I'm so confused at the Citadel. And I've been there a handful of times, but it's always like you're just looking at a map five times and you don't remember where you were. And it's outdoors; you should know in relation to the parking lot where you are. But it's like I, it's confusing. It's it's meant yeah. to, it's like a it's a casino it's the casino type vibe where it's like meant to confuse you you're meant to be stuck in there all day. Just kind of the equivalent of doing a yard sale where you just kind of like dump a bunch of shit on your lawn and say I don't know you look around figure yeah. it out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they really like cheat like cheat the difference between outlet mall and regular mall, but it doesn't kind of it didn't have the like relaxing inoffensiveness of most standard like local malls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. So the fact that this is this huge, unpleasant, like like just massive sprawling complex, and that that color scheme feels very millsy because again, I, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm such a big mall fan, and I I like the aesthetics of malls are often why I like them so much. I was just re looking at photos from our trip. Uh, to the Woodfield Mall, which has, you know, changed, modernized, gotten a little more bland, but still like crazy ceilings and crazy multi-tiered, you know, this bridge goes into this staircase and it looks very futuristic. Um, the, the outside of when it was Xanadu, when Chris Christie called it the ugliest damn building in New Jersey. I mean, the detail, I don't have a picture in front of me, but just the details I wrote down is it's a lot of this. There's a big stretch with brown and orange stripes and then green and blue checkerboard. Like, like it's, um, it, it's, it's like you just took seven unrelated buildings and just smashed them together and all their color schemes are different. And that ski slope one, which, you know, is sloped, it looks, uh, broken. It looks like Godzilla picked up a building and then threw it down <laughs> and it landed wrong. It's yeah. just, it's just I, I can see why Christie hated it. So great choice of words, Scott, because that building Back in uh, February of uh, 2011, uh, there was record snowfalls in the area. And uh, at some point, oh, workers were attempting to melt snow off the ski slope's roof. And ice buildup caused the eastern wall to fall and suffer a partial collapse along an approximately 150 foot length of roof. Oh, my God. <laughs> it collapsed because of... The fake ski slope collapsed due to real snow on the top. 
Yes, that's right. And they said, you know what? We don't think it's going to affect the integrity of the building. So they just filed an insurance claim to get some money to cover the damages. <laughs> so, so it was never like super reinforced. They never started over. Like what, what people were skiing on earlier this year is the same structure. Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> sure seems like it. <laughs> so if enough people were at the top waiting, it might just all like tip down and down it might be sloped the other way by the end of the hour huh that is what is it there's got to be a crazier thing you could put in there than a artificial ski slope right or is that the height of what is possible at this point definitely very odd it's the most this whole mall is like the most dubai-ish yes that's place. absolutely and, what and it that feels, feels like. like a dubai feature um yeah, yeah what would be stranger if that was like um you know if you made it like a big mud run like, you know, if it was all recreating was uh, a tough mudder, you know, there was a tough mudder in there. That's tough mudder. Tough mudder is like one of the companies that does those like mud like challenges where you have to get like in the mud. You have to crawl through like electricity. You have to dive in water. You have to scale mm. a tall wall. I don't they're, They used to be much cooler a couple of years or much more, I think, like popular a couple of years ago. Oh, I don't know. Tough mudder. I guess. Yeah. If there was a per, a perennial year-round tough mudder <laughs> god <laughs> well, you'd have to get me to say yeah, i think have- dubai though is a very good comparison because i there's this great george saunders essay uh george Saunders, the author macarthur genius grant recipient he wrote a very poetic essay about like an, like trying to going to dubai and trying to understand it and like the poetry of the ski they have an indoor ski slope and it was just surrounded by kids who had never seen snow they live in the in the desert and they're just amazed by it in bergen county gets plenty of snow i don't know that anyone's amazed by this mm. even you're you're absolutely right and there was a news report that i watched about the the ski slope that you know they like they they roped Lindsay Vaughn into doing a run and <laughs> uh you know all right I'll cash that check and you know they they had a bunch of skiers there who gave it a shot and they all finished and went like it was good it was short it was short a pretty short run but you know it's a good place to like tune up you know before you go to the real mountain like that's that's the biggest praise anyone could say on television is there i mean would there be a chance that we could save the mall by maybe moving just the uh, winter olympics to the mall and have everybody in a bubble like in the nba in orlando so you'd have all the olympic skiers living at this mall and then they would just do the olympics on that ski slope maybe that's a solution i'm saying for money for the mall i guess that's you could a good do the idea same thing for the it nhl be, as well it could be residential too because there's plenty you know they got plenty of space that isn't used so you know every athlete gets to pit you know do you want to stay in a in a zara do you want to <laughs> stay in a in a claire's like it's it's up to you there's so you get an entire store to yourself the higher seated skiers will get to be in the higher level stores the more expensive stores you get a uh um uh, bloomingdale's if you're if you've won a gold medal before right that makes a lot of sense yeah. Um, before moving on from the, the way it looks, there was that Chris Christie quote, but another a government official weighed in because <laughs> a, a, at some point, the Toronto-based architect uh, behind the original style of the building was summoned to appear before state officials and, quote, explain himself. 
<laughs> In which case, uh, it, at this event, State Senator Loretta Weinberg said, that's one of the ugliest buildings I've ever seen in my life. It looks like something my four-year-old granddaughter might build with Legos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. The sec- he, he thinks that's yucky. Yeah, he said yuck. All right. Well, we're on. Hey, we're on the same page. We've had our disagreements so far, but I think as long as we talk about things you don't like, uh, you know, we'll get plenty out of you. Hey, boys, shut the fuck up. Fair. I was being nice to you. Yeah, you were being nice, and he did. He just shut it right down. That's the the most abused in a non Nick Mundy episode I've ever felt. Yeah, that's the sort of frank analysis you can only really get from a true Hollywood power player. Mm, that's true you know doesn't pull punches <laughs> an old school type producer type really yeah yeah for sure always wheeling hey, call me oh he's still trying to get len tested to call him back why len i don't know that's what it he says he's saying it i don't have anything to do with it ah, strange uh um so anyways uh the mills corporation builds a, a building that's as ugly as all the mills buildings um there was a lot of back and forth of will we be able to do this you know they did build this on is it is it wetlands what kind of uh marsh? Is it a marsh a marsh i that um, was the original okay the original site was going to be wetlands and then the epa got involved and the army corps of engineers and i think they just said fuck it and made it protected like nature preserve and then they moved it like just slightly <laughs> moved and that was oh, and that was okay yeah. so all right so they've fended off the epa and all these and, and by the way they've never had a good relationship with the um the new jersey sports board whatever the actual name of it is but you know the the giants and the jets have never been super psyched on this operation due to the traffic that it would bring so they've been fighting it but eventually they they punched their way through and got it going and they uh uh heralded their um, perma fixture status in New Jersey. They 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 had they held an event in 2004, a groundbreaking event at which they also claimed this is the beginning of a 75 year lease for Xanadu. We'll be here for at least 75 years. Again, this was in 2004, meaning that the first 16 years of the 75. Have uh, been been vacant, and, and many more probably will be as well. Wow! Um, this event uh, was a this was a one night party uh, for which there were four hundred attendees, <laughs> and w- and the cost of this one single party one million dollars. <laughs> wow! Uh, which honestly low, web- honestly low. By the way. Yeah, yeah, would that's have, true. Would have, if you had $10 million, it would have kind of been the same reaction. Like, that's too much. But oh, well, I guess they have that money. Any amount would be in line with the, the, the waste of this thing. Uh, um, and if I if I could sort of like, um, you know, beginning of Disney special, say some of the things that you would experience if you went to this party. Uh, it's the 75-year uh, groundbreaking of Xanadu with your hosts, Christy Brinkley, Chris Harrison from The Bachelor. Celebrity chef Todd English, uh, an array of fancy filet mignon and cigars, a fashion show from Elle magazine, a performance by the cast of Stomp, and an appearance from a governor who is in the process of of resigning in disgrace. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) 
Uh, this is McGreevy. McGreevy, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. McGreevy uh, was in a sex scandal, uh, which you would have to describe as being uh, pulling a spacey. In that he uh, did some harassing and then said, "Well, here's the thing. I'm gay, so you forgive me, right?" No, no one forgave him. That's not an excuse. And he said, he said, I will step down in several months. Between those several months, he hosted a fun event with Chris Harrison and Todd English. Like, why was he there? Wow. <laughs> Get out of there. That's a par and- for the course for New Jersey politicians. This project goes from McGreevy scandal to Bridgegate to COVID. Like, that's how long... You can measure don't it in financial crisis. Don't forget. Well, we certainly won't. That definitely comes into play. Can I just say also that I went in looking up. I, I did, was not aware of this Jim McGreevy story before, but yeah, he he, he resigned in this shady way. Um, but don't worry, he's doing better now. And there's actually a documentary about his redemption and all the good work that he's done since all of this. And that documentary is directed by Nancy Pelosi's daughter. What? <laughs> She's the one. She's the one who warned about our faves. That our faves might be implicated. She's the wait. She's who said faves. I think I believe so. I believe oh that was Nancy God. Pelosi's daughter. Hey, wait, Alexandra uh, or Alessandra? Could you announce the director again, real quick? That uh, what the like is if you were just announcing it again, who it's directed by? Oh, uh, this is a this is a film about a harassing governor's redemption, directed by Nancy Pelosi's daughter. <laughs> Wow, this, an he, air horn. <laughs> I guess yeah. The the keeper has an air horn. He wanted to use. He was ta- he was like whispering into me to get you to do that again. I that was his reaction to does as he does he like Nancy Pelosi or yeah he likes daughter? yeah yeah he he's a big he's a big contributor to the Democratic Party. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> big big Pelosi fan. Great yeah. loves her costumes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's. Uh, a, I think you know from now, maybe from now on, that's when he's saying sort of like an affirmative thing, like a yes. Okay, <laughs> great. Okay, so sector keeper here. Well, let's let's test it. Uh, American Dream Keeper. If uh, you do, you uh, want to continue using your air horn instead of saying the verbal word yes. <laughs> Perfect. Well, there you go. Very Long Islandy. Cool. Uh, um, this is fun. I'm I'm coming around on this guy. We're 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 finding how it works. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Yeah, so after uh, this uh, million dollar party, uh, they built some of the mall and then ran out of money in 2006. <laughs> then a, a second developer took it over, and in 2008 came. The Great Recession. So <laughs> that they pretty quickly timed out. Two years seems to be that's as far as anybody made it uh, for a little while. Um, and in that time, it was like, well, who then will take over Xanadu? This is a fertile ground. Somebody has to. And a lot of organizations looked at it, considered it. 
This is New York in the 2000s. So you know who's got to get involved or at least consider getting involved? Our old pal Donald Trump. Oh, the Trump course. organization. <laughs> the Trump organization takes a look at Xanadu. What do they got? How much have they built? Let's crunch some numbers. You know what? This doesn't sound good. I think we're going to walk away. Trump didn't. This is a thing. This is a disaster that Trump did not get himself yeah, embroiled in. Amazing. Trump, Trump, a guy who's never not like just spun right into a disaster. If there's one near him, he's magnetically right. Uh, <laughs> it's like he gravitates right to it. He loves something that's going to just go horribly wrong. And then so Xanadu was too, too wrong for him. <laughs> Yes, like, can I take, like, a little match-sized fire and make yeah. it a uh, mile-long blazing inferno? Um, yeah, not not for him. So then they didn't know what to do for a long time, and I think it sat vacant, and Chris Christie was mad, and you know what? This has been marring our skyline for so long, and we don't, we got, we got to do something about this. Uh, then he his administration crunched numbers and saw that it would cost them, the city, 50 to 100 million dollars to demolish it so they said well let's get somebody else in there then <laughs> shall we <laughs> uh, suddenly getting rid of it didn't seem so bad i could live with the ugliest, ugliest building sounds good to me um so uh that is when they threw it out to some other people and then it was awarded to this company triple five mm-hmm. this is around a, a, a 20 no wait no they i don't know what year they came on board but uh, 2011, 2011. Um, and as I said, West Edmonton Mall, uh, their first hit, uh, they topped it even with the Mall of America. They are the kings of entertainment used with retail. So it's a big deal that they're there. If anybody uh, can save this, it's them. And did you guys find how they announced their arrival onto this project? No. no. So this is a this is a family, I should say, also triple five. But it's it's um, it, it's I think five members of a family who've been involved in it at various times. And I if if you know the pronunciation, tell me. But Germesian, it's a Germesian family, yeah. Your Germesian family, uh, and this is straight from uh, from an article, maybe from Bloomberg or something. Uh, the Germesians announced their arrival in 2011 with a rousing news conference soundtracked by Bruce Springsteen's "The Rising." <laughs> oh, Bruce was there. Come on there, right? for the rising, ladies and gentlemen, the Germesian family. <laughs> Come on up for the rising at night. So, what had ten years earlier been a stirring post nine eleven anthem? Now is the soundtrack for five businessmen walking out of a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I at least Bruce wasn't doing playing live. That's where <laughs> not that I saw. No, <laughs> I didn't loop him into this. This is gonna be a great mall. I just want to bless this mall with my music. We open up that that ski slope. Let me tell you, I'm I'm tearing off my shirt. I'm going down. I'm going straight down. The a lot of hard <laughs> right on right on Bruce's belly. A lot of hardworking teens are gonna be pressing the go button on the TMNT roller coaster, the Shell Razor. <laughs> I just want to shout out to those hardworking teens. Look, it's so easy to get here from Manhattan. It's just a straight shot through the Lincoln Tunnel. Then you go through Weehawken, then through Secaucus, and you're there. (laughs) 
They should have yeah, at least gotten like Weinberg, Max Weinberg to show up. Or Nils Lundgren. To dress play drums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just play along to a track. <laughs> he could use the construction gear. Like he flips over the helmets and the buckets. And oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fun. That is fun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Bruce Springsteen won. <laughs> <laughs> you know he would have he done it, too, if they asked him. <laughs> a couple hundred bucks. Max will do it. Well, if they called the mall the Max Weinberg Mall from then on out. Then oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> put my name in the marquee, then sure. <laughs> um, so uh, armed with the state's promise of financial assistance. Here you go. Germazians, take money, please. Uh, they redesigned and expanded the complex, renaming it American Dream Meadowlands. Uh, uh, now, here's a weird thing. Um so, as I said, West Edmonton Mall, Mall of America, they were always looking for a place to do their third. We have to close out the trilogy right. <laughs> and uh, they tried to do it all over the country, all over the world. They were way into it in Niagara Falls. Uh, even Burbank was talked about, and I couldn't find Ooh. any more info. But so there was almost a world where there was a mega mall in this style uh called uh, er, uh in in downtown Burbank. Where could that yeah would have been right like in the area by the 3 AMCs? I you would have to think and um and, and I wonder if that because you know Disney almost built there that thing that I love so much they almost built a mini MGM Studios where the Burbank <laughs> yeah. mall is. Right and there's been talk of doing a full like Americana thing where the IKEA is. I know. Oh, is that the discussion? I think that really? might be gone, though. That was a few years ago. And now, of course, mm-hmm. that Ikea is being used or was being used to shoot Floor is Lava. Floor is Lava. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's where they that's shot. Really filmed? Yep. That's where the <laughs> lava is. The lava is over in the abandoned, not abandoned, but shut down Burbank, Ikea. They, that, the contestants at the, at the end, they just go out two double doors, and I'm trying to figure out which entrance it is. If you could see the it. California Pizza Kitchen, you'll know <laughs> yeah. which entrance it is. Oh, no, that's in. the corner bakery. That's the entrance on the other side. Okay. Yeah. This is, I mean, sorry. This is, is are there not, double doors by the Macy's? I, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to check. Uh, <laughs> Keeper, what do you think? Uh, which, which entrance, uh, hey, north, boys, south, east, or west? Shut the fuck up. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's well, a little I inside was, Burbank. Yeah. yeah, I was playing with fire there. I, I should have known what I was going to get. Uh, um, anyway, the weird thing about all this is that the Grimesians, um they uh, in 1995 got some one of the, the closest that they'd gotten to to building their next mega mall in Silver Spring, Maryland, in the in the around the Baltimore area, um, and that was going to be called the American Dream. They have been sitting on this name. We someday we will build our ultimate grand masterpiece. Really, it's their. It's like their Synecdoche, New York, right? Yeah. That's like a big indoor New York area yeah. town. Um, <laughs> that ended, and it all ended very sadly. This really is. There's a lot of illusions with Synecdoche, New York. But anyway, um, yeah, in 1995, they tried to build the American Dream. Before. They've been pursuing the American Dream since 1995. And the whole story there is that they expected a lot of it to be built with public money. They thought, well, Maryland should be begging us. They should be throwing money at us. And uh, and at some point, they, you know, when it didn't go that way and they realized they needed to pay for it all, they just got out of there and left. <laughs> so 
this American dream thing so long in the making. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I guess that's just like a creative pursuit. I'm trying to think of something. It's like a Chinese democracy or something. It's like a, a title that Axl Rose had in his head for years. I mean, they finally released it, but it took decades for Chinese democracy to come out. The album so, that Guns N' Roses made. I don't want to loop back around to what we've already covered, but uh, sort of like a, a Clerks 3, uh, mm. you know, when you know that <laughs> yes. the third one will be the best by far. Yeah, it's going to be the most ambitious. Yeah, he you're agrees. excited about Clerks yeah. 3. Do you think that Clerks 3 stands to be the best of the Clerks? Should have known. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, do you hope that the gang's still working at the at the save and stop or whatever the fuck Quick it is? Stop, Scott. Quick stop. <laughs> do you hope that they're just you know back there like always, you know, and, and they don't grow up, and neither do we. Alright, fair yeah. enough. Very good, very good. Um, so do you? Hey, wait, uh, hold on, one more question. Do you hope they're not even supposed to be there that day? Wait, I, I mean, uh, the keeper didn't. His he put, played the horn wrong. Sorry. There we go. Okay, yeah, that's right. I watched him. He was like tapping on the battery. I think he was having some some trouble, but right. everything's okay now. The American um, Dream does seem tailor made to be the location for Mallrats too. Oh wow, yeah. It's big enough. I think you could film multiple mall films in, in different wings you simultaneously have, yeah yeah you could film mall rats two and three simultaneously in the mall and you never run into the cruise yeah 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 um is there a good you could i mean that indoor ski slope is begging for you could make that also a, a movie bubble and do kind of a 80s sex romp sea school ski school sort of film um that's that's completely protected you know about teens having the wildest summer of their lives at an working at the indoor ski slope <laughs> uh yeah no i think that sounds good i think uh, well, yeah he thinks it sounds good as well yeah um do you have any ideas of anybody we could sort of wheel and deal with who might want to put their money into this and produce oh, this film oh this uh wait hold on he's got please welcome the co-founder of casamigos tequila randy gerber randy <laughs> now hey wait a minute keeper you just opened your mouth and then spoke with a different voice. There was a man that was partially applause and then partially a guy talking about Randy Gerber, my least favorite thing we talk about on this show. Are you? Yeah, yeah, you've confirmed. All right, that's what you did. He's like magic, though. He's like a spirit, so he can do that. He can change his voice. But you He's asked like the, the question. Genie. Yeah. He, mm -hmm. he can inhabit different... Um, can he do topical <laughs> comedy? <laughs> he can. Uh, would you like to give us an example of some topical comedy? <laughs> or would you prefer that we moved on? Mm. Please welcome the co-founder of Casamigos no, Tequila, right. yeah, Randy Garber, it back Randy. At you. Shut the fuck up. That is topical, <laughs> though, because Casamigas is on the, the lips of every American at the moment because they're just drinking a little more during this uh, depressing time. Mm -hmm. You're drinking that? Why? Yeah, because it's one of the best. It's the best tequila on the market next to Terramana, the Rocks tequila, which I also now have a fascination with. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with Terramana? Oh, it's the Rock. Oh, okay. The Rock, the rock has now yeah. its own tequila. So I'm not saying I'm jumping ship from Casamigos. I'm still Casamigos for life. I'm just saying I'm a little bit intrigued. Mm -hmm. But if the new. Rocks tequila was good enough, you might not talk about Casamigos anymore. 
Fingers crossed. Mm, let me think, huh? Let me think. Uh, hey, boys, shut the fuck up. Sounds oh, yeah. You know okay. what? I don't even want to think about He's yeah, right. Don't Let's think just, about yeah. The Rock. I don't want to Sounds think about not talking about Randy Gerber anymore. He's got enough irons in the fire. <laughs> yeah. That's right. fine to me. Anyway, the Grimesian's pursuit of the American dream that had continued for them being from Canada. Uh, uh, I think maybe the family goes back to Iran and they started, the, you know, that they did their first mall in Canada and now arrived here with the making the mall of America. Now the American dream. It's for this whole thing being the American dream and it slowly unraveling over the course of the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. It's it, like it's uh, beautiful in a way, really. Yeah. It's the only way it could be if there was a mall that called America's bloated corpse and that, and that's the name of the mall and it, and it caught on fire and it burned up. That's the only way there could be something like more on the nose than this, this whole story. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it does feel like, uh, like there, you know, like there's a book, like there would be a book written about, and the mall is a metaphor for the country, and it's like, well, you know, this is too on the nose, isn't it? Is this like, kind of? Do we have maybe don't call it the American dream? The American also. Yeah, it's like it doesn't even little... sound like what malls are called. It doesn't make sense. Right. Is America yeah. the American dream is going on a roller coaster and then buying a purse? <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, yeah, in some kinda. ways, it is. But this guess... point. I'd love to do both of those things. Yeah, I'd be. I don't need a purse. But I'd be so happy that a mall opened. I'd buy one. Sure. <laughs> I want to go out now. I, I do want to go outside, but I don't necessarily want to go back inside to a huge. Yeah. Part of the thing with this is that I found so many interviews with, I believe, Don Germazian, the most vocal Germazian, maybe the CEO, and he said how well it's designed. With all of the major entertainment zones very spread out. Here's the water park. Here's the amusement park. Here's the ski slope. So on the way, you have to pass through all of the shops. There's no way around it. So it'll encourage shopping in all of these areas. But all that they had opened thus far was the amusement park. So they just sent people through shuttered stores that didn't even have a sign. And you can see you watch like families shot by the news just walking past like white plywood after white plywood. Uh, uh, <laughs> that has, <laughs> I would think like, I don't, I guess if you, the rides were good enough, you would ignore like empty storefronts and not find that strange or depressing. And they seem, they seem it, right? They seem good. <laughs> uh, they well, seem well. Maybe uh, uh, the, the, the shell razor I'm talking about is like a roller coaster. It looks like uh, in a, in the middle of like some empty factory. They built a roller coaster that is lightly themed to the Ninja Turtles. I'm sure it's viscerally. Fu- I'm sure it's fun. You know, to get, to get whipped around a little bit. The, I, if you like coasters, it's, I'm sure it's a good coaster. Yeah. So there's it's not nothing. <laughs> no, it's supposedly the ste- one of the steepest, and if not the steepest in America, something it's, like that. It's one of those ones that kind of tr- you go a little behind, rather than going straight down, you like buck a little. It's and an go down inverse a little more. It's a drop. Euro fighter, they call it Euro it, fighter. Instead of you, so you go straight up if i guess if you call mm-hmm. that 90 degrees and then you drop at 121 degrees yeah so there's a little like lip and the and the thing is that it raises you up into a little like cubby 
up at the top of the mall where you sit for a second and it serves as kind of a a temporary a brief uh, observatory deck where supposedly on a clear day you could see the Statue of Liberty. You like get a New York view from the top of this thing while you creepily hang in a little like greenhouse sitting in a coaster car yeah now i here's a this is a small gripe but if we're the shell razor is the name of what the turtle uh, the, the newer cartoon the turtles cartoon what they called the uh party wagon or the turtle van which was of course their mm. vehicle everyone knows that uh but if it's going high why is this not a turtle blimp attraction why are you not they can't buy that off the shelf <laughs> yeah hmm. okay that's fair but why can't you just like call it like the turtle like blimp or turtle plane or something i don't know i'm just saying if you go high and you're gonna see the statue of liberty the car isn't flying up there maybe somebody's gonna tell me that the car flies and i don't know what i'm talking about so anyway that's just my it flies now it flies now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it flies, it flies now. Um, i really wish on uh i wish i had a soundboard that had that right now i don't have a soundboard at the moment but if i did have a soundboard i wish it's right you would want that in there (laughs) yeah um it is really if you watch a ride through of it it seems like you know you're zipping and zooming around and then you get to the main climb where you go all the way on your back and you you have to wait a while for the chain to to get you you just sit it's like a it's a coaster with a long pause would you do it scott no, definitely not. Okay. This is it's a little similar to Hang Time. Hang Time that you yeah. guys did at Knots. And I yeah, the straight on your back, uh, that wouldn't do. Do you think though once we get out of quarantine, whenever it is, do you think that as soon as you're back in a park, you're going to like there'll be maybe an extra energy that you would like do a crazier thing right away just cuz like oh my god, I've been inside so long. It's time to do Hang Time at Knots. Um or does that just mean you'll have a second glass of wine and leave? Oh yeah, hell yeah, that's it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I wasn't sure how to answer, and then you you gave it to me. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. Um, I at least pushed my boundaries at Disneyland, where now I am willing to do everything at Disneyland. Although I wouldn't, I, I'm still not like going to constantly do Guardians, but I think now I I'd happily do it. I'd very gladly do it. Yeah. Well, Disneyland doesn't have the uh, scenic exposed industrial ceilings that all the entertainment offerings seem to have at the American dream boys which exposed industrial ceiling is your favorite (laughs) okay oh um that's Hmm. actually a good relevant question I mean I I guess um towards the shell razor is preferable than the one over by the ropes course but I'd uh, I'd have to you know consult with my co-hosts yeah, I mean, I look because the shell razor's there and it's IP that I love. I think that unfortunately influences me on my appreciation of the exposed ceiling. So I'm not totally unbiased when I say that that is my favorite of uh, the ceilings. I think mine would probably be in the uh, ski slope in big snow because the expectation, the concept art they posted was like blue skies and like glowing glowing wavy lines and what you got was actually exposed industrial beams yeah you were you you sent us yeah a a like cozy indoor ski lodge background that you reach upon your landing and then instead it's just it's like a warehouse it's like a diagonal warehouse (laughs) it's pure white so you so you prefer the ski 
pure white, and we are kind of more into the shell shell razor neck of the woods. Does that uh, answer suffice? Well, actually, what's uh, do you have an answer, American Dream Keeper? Do you have a? Do you have a? I mean, it's your uh, mall you represent. Do you do you have a favorite? Um, let me see. He does, I think. I think yeah, he's thinking. On him. He's like he's, scratching he's, oh, he's, his he's head. He's frozen. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's tough. It's tough for him to. Would you like to answer? Please welcome the co-founder of Casamigos Tequila, Randy Gerber. Randy, you gotta, you gotta cut that out. You know what you're doing with this. You know how much he does. He does. He's having he a good time. He's having fun. Knows the he's he knows he knew that the way under my skin was to inhabit not Randy Gerber but a man introducing Randy Gerber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the most. Yeah, that'll dig dig a little uh, knife into your back. Ladies and gentlemen, the founder of Casamigos Tequila, uh, Casamigos Tequila, Randy Gerber. Come on <laughs> up for the rise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he likes that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you uh, know one one thing I wanted to mention about the Nickelodeon universe. Um, does they they like squeeze a lot of properties in there, and some of it's kind of like evergreen, like SpongeBob or the Ninja Turtles, but like the ropes course was themed to Legends of the Hidden Temple, and like there's Rugrats rides, and like fairly well, Invader Zim, which I think I was in high school when Invader Zim was on. I think Rugrats is coming back, and I wasn't there a Quibi Legends of the Hidden Temple adult show. I remember that, like, for adults to do the course. That's but what I read. It, and either d- did it air or will it never be released? It's, it's possible we could watch all of it right now. It's possible they filmed it in the Ikea in Burbank. We didn't <laughs> yes. know. Possible it's, it was nominated for seven Emmys today. Very possible, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I do like the idea. How much... How great would it be if there was a nickelodeon theme park that like properly paid tribute to everything that they have currently oh into God. their history and <clears throat> uh that that would be nice but this is sort of like a bunch of uh spinner rides and stuff that yeah, you know, yeah. one looks like blues clues that's about as far as it goes There's which not- i guess i should lower my expectations for a mall but if this is going to get 40 million people, you know, it should be a little more than that. There should be some, like, dark ride, at least a simulator of some kind, right? There's no simulator, even. I no, they don't even like play it. that SpongeBob movie that's everywhere. Well, right, yeah, yeah. That would be good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, there's got to be something. You got to give us a little, the, our theming nerds, you got to give us a little something. It can't just be, it can't just be off the rack rides. Well, they use the Viacom properties, and so maybe I think what they could do is have a a simulator that simulates what it's like to watch MTV for twenty four hours, which is a ridiculousness for twenty three hours in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that is yes, and I assume that is what like that's not far from what the actual truth is. That I, no, it quite honestly, yeah. Like anyone, go look at an, a schedule of what MTV is playing today, <laughs> and you will see no less than eight hours of ridiculousness. Hmm. Like guaranteed. Hey, you got to stick with what works, I guess. Uh, yeah, you do. Uh, uh and which is a a giant uh laptop that's oh, a giant 2011 laptop that's open. <laughs> Boys, which, uh, there's an it sugar. In- Make sure to talk about the it sugar. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, happily. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, dude, we, we were, th- thanks. We were planning on it. Um, yeah. Hey, boys, guys. boys, don't forget about the it sugar. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, As we said, yes. And about right. the It Sugar. It's a shame you guys didn't get a chance to see the Oreo Cafe with the It Sugar called Oreo Twisted. Well, we're t- we're t- would you give us some space to talk about? We'd love to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> it's like we can't possibly make you happy. Yeah, I don't know. He's not pleasing him. He's just in a bad mood, I think. Jeez. Um, well, yeah, let's. Uh, let's, let's talk about the It Sugar, I suppose. Um, yeah. They have an It. They have an It Sugar, our favorite brand that's that came up in the CityWalk saga. It's where all the edible underwear and all that shit is, and yep, the pee the and candy you know, necklace thong. You can get a candy, candy thong candy there. Thong, that's right. Yeah, get candy piss there. I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. We we ran into this at in the Margaritaville Resort Orlando area Sunset Walk. Um, yeah. It Sugar is a perennial at all of the bizarre collapsing in front of our eyes shopping centers i was looking through comic-con photos from last year of course i went to the it's sugar that was in the gas lamp in san diego yeah Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. one on in like long beach i think on the pier sure piers piers a good place for third street promenade it's sugar i believe as well chicago pier i think like a a miniature one essentially Mm -hmm. um so yeah and this but this is no mere it's sugar that this mall was supposed to have, hypothetically. Um, this is the world's first candy department store. <laughs> <laughs> A full three stories of candy shopping. Wow. I mean, I love the hubris. This is hubris. I have to be, I enjoy, I love it. I can't. That's not enough stories for me, honestly. Five stories <laughs> of candy, please. Could I read a quote from uh, Jeff Rubin, founder and CEO of It Sugar? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, please, Jeff. Creating a candy department store has been a longtime dream of mine. I've been thinking about this concept for 25 years. <laughs> And our It Sugar team is thrilled to partner with American Dream to make it a reality. Three-story um, candy department store. How long, if it had opened, would it have lasted? Three stories of candy. Well, Six months? I mean, the Oreo Cafe, Oreo Twisted alone, has great <laughs> views of both the DreamWorks Water Park and the Nickelodeon Universe theme park. <laughs> That sounds pretty cool. Could we say how twisted is spelled? Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have it in front of you? I, I have. I don't have a soundboard in front of me that's uh, obscuring my view of my notes. Oh, sure. It's a uh, capital T W I S T lowercase I uh, capital D. <laughs> we just this week talked about the about OC live with where a fucking one is an exclamation point and. <laughs> There, it's like every letter is both uppercase and lowercase. <laughs> Guys, you gotta stop experimenting with people. Don't mind spelling Disneyland isn't spelled with a four. <laughs> this everyone thinks they're like Prince or something with their naming and putting a number where there should be a letter. We are deconstructing the way spelling works. Yeah, twenty first century spelling. Um. They're, I mean, they're deconstructionist in general, and in fact, even I copied a press release that said that It Sugar is now one of the largest specialty candy retail tainers in the world. <laughs> Whoa, really? <laughs> they're one of the largest retail tainers. 
on the planet. I don't know what competition they have, but when you think retail-tainment. Retail-tainment. Retail-tainers. Retail-tainers. Because an entertainer is a tainer who is in the field of ent. So a retail tainer <laughs> okay. focuses so on retail. So there's a variety of tainers. A bunch of mm-hmm. kinds of- so we can all, everyone can be a keeper, which is what we learned at the end of the downtown Disney World, and anyone can be a tainer as well. An entertainer, a retail tainer. Uh, yeah, we're pod pod tainers. We're pod-, pod tainers. We're pod tainers. <laughs> pod tainers, yes, that's true. When you worked at the container store, you were a container. <laughs> I was a container, absolutely. Wow. Or maybe, I maybe, no, they clunked it up. It was container. Contain- you were a container. Yeah. Wow. Everyone can be a tainer. I want everyone to remember that because I, I think we don't give enough advice and like motivational uh, words of, uh, of motivation enough on the show. And you can all, listen to my words, you can all be tainers. You can all be tainers. Reach for your... Dri- <laughs> <laughs> right. It's right. like you're getting louder every time. He likes time. it. He likes yeah. the tainers. He loves that tainer stuff, yeah. Um, there's bean... There, of course, this uh, It's Sugar must have employed multiple bean tainers with the three-story replica of the Statue of Liberty covered in more than 1.5 million jelly belly beans. 1.5 million jelly beans to make up the Statue of Liberty in there? Yeah, to cover oh, it. Oh, man. Now, that's a that's a monument you can get behind, Jason. Oh, sure. I mean, you stare at that Statue of Liberty, then you go inside and wander through the lolly, lollipop garden. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people these days are really upset about monuments being torn down, but I don't think anyone would be upset if we got rid of the regular Statue of Liberty and put up the jelly bean Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody would be fine with that especially seagulls <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right here here's a compromise we take down all the robert e lee statues but we put up jelly bean robert e lee statues that's the compromise it's, it's still him it's still him but now it's jelly beans and the birds will eat him <laughs> you get to watch the seagulls and crows devour this traitor each a traitor tainer in the 1800s the country was entertained by his traitorism making him a traitor tainer jelly bean jelly bean confederate (laughs) it's terrible what they're doing the birds they're eating the the, they're eating the lees they're eating the traitor tainers (laughs) these sloppy birds they eat garbage disgusting and you're hearing it more and more. <laughs> you're hearing it more and more. People are saying you're hearing it more and more. <laughs> um, they must have also employed a, a poetainer um, to write that because it also it's not just a statue. There's also they did the plaque and you enter <laughs> under this in the store <laughs> and uh, and it, and the plaque says, "Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses." yearning for the sweet life and i will give you its sugar hell yes brother wow hell yeah. yes <laughs> uh this the time have... when there's a, there are a lot of pretty serious poor huddled masses <laughs> um i it's quite a time to put that up 
It's a whole statue made a Laffy Taffy of Nero fiddling while Rome burns. (laughs) (laughs) The Rome burning is part of the s'mores bar. Uh, (laughs) Oreo Twist It would have been notable, too, because that would have been the first time something was actually made inside its sugar because it's all prepackaged elsewhere. Even the, like, bulk candy. I remember walking through it once and I'm like, they left out the garbage bag filled of sour patch kids they used to fill up the bulk candy well they're bins. not going to be making house made sour patch kids That's no a- but like you could make some some truffles or something you would think but maybe well but how do you know the stuff in the case maybe that's made somewhere uh, close by I guess some of them have cases yeah I you know look if you can open up a place that would make house made sour patch kids I'd be interested a, a kid bar a you kid customize bar. your kid yeah, and sure. you can, and and when you are like seeing a visualization of what it'll look like, you call that an, an, an ultrasound. <laughs> maybe, or maybe I don't know if there's a way to candyify that a, a patch of sound. Um, an ultra, an ultra sour, an ultra sour. <laughs> an ultra sour is pretty good. <laughs> Great. Yeah. All right, let's check the check the ultra sour. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor licks it. Mm, tastes pretty sour. Good news, your baby is delicious. <laughs> good news. <laughs> That's good. That would be great. People would love that. <laughs> choose, when? The, <laughs> choose the gender. gender. Choose the gender. Yeah, you go in with your spouse and make it equal parts, uh, both of us. Yeah. I, look. Beautiful. Someone needs to enlist us as far as ideas for one of these monstrosities. Yeah, help us so make your candy Gattaca dreams come true. It's going to happen. Uh, I, probably nobody that we faced in the downtown Disney ordeal, but somebody somebody yeah. who wants to make an even taller candy store, please. We've got great ideas. It involves having to hire a performer that wears a lab coat that pretends to check on your sour baby in a womb. <laughs> a, who, who, yeah, I think he has a sour gummy mustache. I think oh, that's yeah, fun. Maybe sure. big eyebrows too. Let's check your ultra sour. Is it Edwin? Is it an Edwin voice? <laughs> I think he talks in an Edwin yeah. voice. Yes. Oh my! I was about to do it, and I started choking. <laughs> the baby sour. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, that would go over huge. I'm Doctor Gumdrop. That's a lowercase D, uppercase R, lowercase O. <laughs> Dr. Gumdrop, how's his gummy heartbeat looking? (laughs) It's a bit concerning, but stable. (laughs) There's a slight murmur. There's a slight molasses murmur. Molasses is coming into the left ventricle. (laughs) He might have sour tension. The greatest thing about this, too, would be that, like, you'd get a really good performer when the thing opened. When the press was there and the media was there, everybody would be like, wow, this performer is so great. And then it would be, like, a disinterested teen six months later who had to deliver <laughs> the store. same. Yes. The, the professor wow. at the M&M store. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dr. Gondrop. There's a, there's a bunch of fudge in your baby's heart. Oh, Ripped. wow. Look, I can see it kicking. <laughs> Ripped my pocket. Okay. Well, let's start this. <laughs> and that would be again that's just as good as a great edwin impression yeah just as entertaining 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's opposite, opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. They're just as good. Oh my god, the it's sugar. What have we not <laughs> talked about? I, I uh, um, DreamWorks. Whoa, yeah. Uh, yes. Well, all right. Yeah. Uh, the DreamWorks water park. Finally, you can splish and splash with all your pals. You can swim where Shrek swims. You can <laughs> bathe in water that Shrek farted in. <laughs> Opening day scheduled for March 19th, 2020, baby. <laughs> My God, was it that? Not the stores? Maybe? Yeah, I think. The, I guess the water park was <laughs> the water park. So I found a bunch. I watched a bunch of videos. There were they ran preview days. They did have preview days for the water park. Oh, and that's where I sent you guys a video where a guy uh, is standing in the open retail area. You can hear a fire alarm going off. And he's like, hey, I'm here for the preview day for the DreamWorks water park. The fire alarm has been going off for 10 minutes. (laughs) 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 Off to a great start. What do you think that if you had to uh, do an impression of what that might have sounded like? Like, what is it like to be in a water park? And then there's this like this loud sound going off. What do you think? Nailed it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very good. You are like the genie. You can do impressions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a shorter, that was a shorter one, yeah. Brief. Yeah. You don't want to blow out your voice. Um, some of the things at this place uh, are the, well, you got the far, far a, a bay <laughs> wave pool. You got Shrek's sinkhole slammer <laughs> it's named it's i love that mall I, named after a sinkhole that sounds like shit but i love that <laughs> those, those are the only names i wrote down of sled but mainly if you click around their website you get to see photos like the one jason sent us where shrek is wearing a big scuba diving <laughs> mask and, <laughs> and an then, undershirt an a-frame like tank top undershirt Really going for the Jersey crowd with that look. It's like he's in Streetcar Named Desire. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just a side note for me personally, that image I sent you guys of uh, uh, Shrek with the snorkel and, and Kung Fu Panda with the lay, and it says, make some waves, DreamWorks Water Park. I accidentally texted that to my therapist as well. So... <laughs> <laughs> what was the response from that for, for i that? didn't write i just said oh haha wrong text i oh, did you write oh haha i did yes uh yeah uh, jason we need to talk immediately yeah <laughs> emergency session yeah it'll probably get discussed um <laughs> does anyone want to uh take a guess at how much the water park tickets were how much a ticket is worth? Is that what you said? Yeah. I mean, they're not for sale right now. Right. But according to the people who were at the preview day. I did not see the price. I'm going to guess it was, is this for a day or is this not an annual Yeah, for a day. For adults and kids. Uh, 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 two different same prices. Price? Two different prices. Okay. Two different uh, prices. Adults, $50. Kids, $35. Scott? Um... Let me just in keeping with some of the other numbers that we're looking at. I think one day mission costs two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott, sorry, you went under. Uh, one day for adults, ninety nine dollars, and kids, what? kids, eighty nine dollars. 
What? For a water park? That's the most expensive water park in the country. To, to swim in Shrek's farts? $99? Get in my sinkhole. <laughs> the Kung Fu Panda play area looks like it would keep them occupied for a while. Hmm. Okay. So and that- there's indoor cabanas that just look like the balconies of like a mid-range hotel room. Wait, so you, you got then- people eating Oreos staring down at your naked body. <laughs> so wait, that's an upcharge for the cabana or no? Do oh, we know? Yeah. Oh, it's an upcharge. So I don't know not- how much, but I'm going to assume it's an upcharge. So you would go, you would pay $100 for your adult self to go, and then you would upgrade like you were at a Vegas pool to get a better view of the Shrek swamp and the exposed ceilings. Well, but hold on a second. Those cabanas have a single mini fridge. What? Um, that sort of open closet you find in dorm rooms with like the bar to hang stuff. What? And uh, an outdoor railing so you don't fall a few stories. <laughs> an outdoor railing. This is the <laughs> strangest. So in a mall, you're going to like sun? Like, why would you need a cabana indoors? Yeah. Is there sun coming in from a skylight? Did I not? It's more like glare. It's got a glare coming in. The cabana. So yeah, you get out of the sunlight, especially in like Las Vegas. This is so you don't get hit with the like hell, like the light bulbs in the shopping mall. This is so bizarre. I don't. I, I, I saw a video from the West Edmonton Mall in the 80s where it had a, a an open, like, guests in the mall could watch you t- tanning, whatever that means. Tanning? In like a, in like a gazebo. You you just walk by, and there's just like planks of cedar you're just what? lying on. <laughs> so the, the Gramesians are all about indoor tanning. Not tanning beds. That's not what we mean. We mean indoor... I- just, you know, you sit in a room and lie there, and Jeez. that gets you tanned, hypothetically. You sit on a plank of cedar, which is what they cook salmon on, <laughs> and you Be get salmon. tan from special lights they've installed? It was like, they looked like kind of brighter yellow lights than, you know, we would have in our houses. We got to look into what these lights are. I'll go I back into that video. I mean, I after all this, I, we have to, obviously, we have to do the trilogy. We have to do Mall of America and West Edmonton. Right. Uh, West Edmonton's unbelievable. It's it's so crazy. We're going the opposite way with We're our going, trilogy. This is our preferred order, like Star Wars, where we have some, well, you got to go, you got to do it this way, and this right. is the way. And, um, yeah, yeah, backwards. Huh. Uh, back to the ones that actually did open. <laughs> this My is wild. Goodness. That is so much more expensive than... Blizzard Beach, which is $73, which is a immersive themed, like with a, a, a premise and characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, like maybe a real it's, place. I think it's more expensive than like um, the uh, Great Wolf Lodges, like the other, the oh, big yeah, chain of sure, indoor right? water parks. Yeah. And that at least, like, I think they loop lodging and tickets in together, you know? I would assume. I mean, this is this is wild. I don't know who's going to go sit, as Scott said, almost naked in a shopping mall all day for $100. <laughs> well, Oreo uh, eaters stare down at you, and I don't think they can see you, but this is all right next to a freeway. <laughs> yeah. 
Either way. So you can honk at people as you're driving by and know that there's like a person in, like in a speedo inside mere feet away <laughs> getting tan over the course of a 10 hour day spent at this mall. Somebody just fell asleep. They finally are dozing a little bit and then mm. <laughs> just the relentless traffic of New Jersey. That uh, that unless it, unless it was a Sunday, which of course you wouldn't be, nobody would be in there. But the traffic, oh yeah, the, gridlock. Yeah, the Turnpike is so great on Sundays. Uh, it's so much easier the Jersey Turnpike. Um, well, so part of this thing also related to the traffic issue is that you know, all right, it's going to be you know we're going to put up some money, but so is the city, and it's great. It'll work all in tandem, and uh, you know it's great if you if for anybody you know look if you have kids in New York City, eventually. This is all from the guy, Don Gramizzi, and he's, his justification was your kids are going to get bored at some point. New York City is more for adults, if you think about it. And, you know, what are kids going to want to do? Well, come over to the American dream. Why, we have a direct bus that gets you right there that we did not uh, pay for or start ourselves. There just There is a bus that New York has, and it'll take you. So just put your kid on the bus and go <laughs> do indoor tanning. And then I watched it. I couldn't believe this was <laughs> available to where's they grilled more politicians this way. There was a video where a reporter is like, now, you know, it's this mall is going to create terrible traffic in this area. And even, you know, local politicians are saying, you know, it's going to require some public transit. Would you triple five ever put money into uh, would you ever put money into, you know, paying for public transit to. Uh, you know, get people to back and forth, especially because people are going to be coming from all over New Jersey, not just New York. So would you ever like help facilitate public transit? And he goes, ha, 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 ha. Um, that is something to be discussed. And that is his answer. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm going to give any money to improve. No, public no fucking way. He's so he like gets the the sweats and, and nervous laughs. It's crazy. If the question was, would you add another story to your candy department story? Yes, of course. <laughs> Help transportation. Eh, we got to talk about it. We don't have the butterscotch bar. I mean, that can't possibly fit in the first three floors. That was always a seventh floor idea. Yeah. Seven. Look, it's it's not like we're competing with um, uh, Six Flags in New Jersey, North Jersey Shore Towns, South Jersey Shore Towns, casinos in South Jersey. There's no entertainment in this state, you know? I mean, Times Square, the like many multi-story, the, the lots of multi-story uh, candy stores in Times Square, the place where you're staying with your children, mm -hmm. undoubtedly. It... <laughs> You would think that the way to open this would have been like, like Disney usually does, open a thing and you have room for expansion. Would it? Yes. Like, yes. That Started would make small. sense. You open some stores and you have, you know, you have all this land here and that's going to slowly expand. And they went all of it at once and got fucked. <laughs> but you know, and that's like. You know, it, it, they to say, if you're going through hell, keep going. And that's why they announced in April of 2020, the, the percentages have changed. It is now going to be 70% entertainment and 30% retail, which means more entertainment venues like a trampoline park, eight more rides to Nickelodeon Universe. 
interactive museums with elaborate props and backdrops, which I think are total bullshit. Um, <laughs> and plans were in the works for several hotels that could connect to the mall via Skybridge. That's right. They've Ooh. got the zoning for 3,000 hotel rooms. Wow. Several hotels. Mm-hmm. Interactive museums. I... No, guys, they announced this during the pandemic? Yeah, like, you know, six atriums that will serve as an entertainment hub, including, like, you know, one with a bunch of gardens filled with bird-filled aviaries and rabbit fields, and a 60-foot fashion fountain that could be converted into a catwalk in seconds. You know, a fashion fountain. Fashion fountain. Fountain. Is that? Yeah. I hate to be. I hate to be so modern comedy about it. But is that a thing? (laughs) Is that Uh, a thing? This is this is the mall that dares to ask. Is that a thing? If the answer is no, they make it yes. (laughs) That so there's a fashion fountain that can turn into a runway for a full fashion show. Mm-hmm. It's probably by the Secret Garden, a tree-like sculpture consisting of more than 75,000 LED lights and 25,000 I mean, leaves that play music. I tell you what, I, this is sounding better, honestly, to me, that they're <laughs> going to pivot more towards this. I think this is a better mm-hmm. idea, quite frankly. I watched a video, I don't know if this is one of the museums you're talking about, but they've at some point announced that they were going to be the permanent home of something called the New Jersey Hall of Fame which up until now has been a trailer that drove around. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a museum on wheels. And they've, they put the museum in the parking lot of this for a long time. The park, they did it a year ago before anything was open there. So you could go to an, a parking lot next to an abandoned stadium and go to the New Jersey Hall of Fame. Uh, and I watched a news report about it. And the, the interview with the owner of this this trailer museum spends a lot of it saying how now if you were just born in new jersey that's not enough it doesn't count paul simon was born in new jersey but he was only here for three weeks as a baby and then he left he moved away (laughs) so he's not in the hall of fame (laughs) really (laughs) get out of here simon (laughs) get out of here simon hit the road so like Um, so like south side johnny and the asbury jukes would be in (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) but paul simon would not (laughs) And he my, left. Uh, my friend's dad. Jim McGreevy uh-huh. gets in somehow. You're <laughs> <laughs> the star of the documentary. We got to put him in. <laughs> then this, this this is from New Jersey TV News. This is the strangest news report ever. It keeps going and they, they say, oh, there's going to be, you know, because some of the people in the Hall of Fame are still living. So if you're still living in the, and you're in the Hall of Fame, they're going to make a hologram of you who is going to... <laughs> I swear the news report said encourage kids to follow their dreams or give them advice. So a hologram from New Jersey is going to talk to you. And then it says, you know, living New Jerseyans will will talk to your kids, you know, like former MLB player Al Leiter. And then they interview this baseball player for a while. So Al Leiter is a hologram is going to say, kids, they, you know, once I didn't want to pick up a bat and then I did. And then I was playing MLB. So you do the same thing. Wow. Can I you think they were kind of tainer. <laughs> we're previewing this at the Newark airport where there was just a box where a very sleepy seeming Stephen Van Zant hologram <laughs> <laughs> would just tell you some stuff. Uh, he got in in 2017. I'm reading here. It's little Steven. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, he's in it. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, Southside Johnny got in 2018. <laughs> Yay. Yay. All right. Along with Jason Alexander. Okay. He's from what? <laughs> mm. Now, are there holograms of any of these? It doesn't say on here. Folks? It doesn't mm. say on here, but oh, George R.R. R. Martin got in in 2018 as well. Mm. Uh, that's right. He's from Bayonne. It's, it's wow. Like, mentioned on the best show a lot. He's from Bayonne. Ray as Liotta the sign tw- says, uh, Bay- it's uh, New Jersey. Wait, no, I forget what it is. Keep going. <laughs> We're just going to Ray Liotta 2016. <laughs> Boy, you know, it's really, it's it's fun, like, thinking about all the people in the New Jersey Hall of Fame and all, like, who might be in it, who they might make a hologram. I find this all very fascinating. And I personally could talk about this the whole rest of the episode. <laughs> what is that but i don't know if everyone else Uh, well i also agree that i think we should just keep talking about the new jersey hall of fame especially specifically Southside johnny and his music career boys boys you're boring the crap out of me boring boring boring. move on already boys he's doing like an annoying nerd voice now he made a boing, but with the word boring yeah i mean you did you're here you uh yeah right 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 that was weird what you did. Um, okay, look, it's easy, I think, with all of this stuff to say in hindsight. In po- you know, they they didn't create the pandemic. I don't think. Maybe you never know. It's possible. <laughs> it was triple five. They did it uh, to try to get out of ever having to open this thing fully. But um, you know, it's easy in hindsight to say this was a a, a bad idea. Uh, but it's the things that were in the mall that I think make you go, yeah. It was always kind of weird and the weird. Like, shouldn't they have gotten the message for many decades? One of the articles I read had the quote from a retail consultant, Kate Newland. It was probably a good idea 20 years ago, but I don't think it was a good idea pre-COVID, and I really think it's crazy now. <laughs> and that's what I think what it boils down to. I th- Like, plenty of people w- did say this was a bad idea. They had so many chances. How many, like, f- this, is the, this is the fourth developer that's still sinking money into this Shrek sinkhole? I, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, and I don't think it'll be the last I feel like this, this is, is what Trump does if he gets out of office. Yeah. He just goes straight to this. Yeah, I think Look, so. And then all the, yeah, all of his uh, voters will can live there with him. They still have to open the Kidzania Family Entertainment Center, the Lucky Strike Bowling Alley, Legoland <laughs> Discovery Center, Sea Life Aquarium, Climb Zone Indoor Rock Climbing Facility, Mirror Maze. <laughs> I look, I love the sound of all of this. Mirror yeah. Maze, Trampoline Park, sign me up. I like all of that. I don't what is is Mirror Maze like a house of mirrors? I like an, think a new so. cutting edge house of mirrors for 2020? Angry Birds miniature golf course. Now that may have gotten <laughs> open and then clo- I'm not sure. The jury's out on that one. Huh. Can you drink? Is there are there bars in this mall? Do we know? Nope, it's dry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to have morals. You have to have standards. Blue laws. <laughs> you could, Blue if you could dr- walk around like in Vegas with a drink, I think this would make the mall much better. Certainly. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you'll be, I don't, you know, again, it's going to be COVID world and, you know, you can't walk around with a drink at Disney now. So yeah, uh, who knows when that'll be possible. It's partner with companies like the Rocks, Terramana, and a different company. And then as soon as it opens again, you'll have like a big celebration, of course. And the then, co-founder of Casamigos Tequila, Randy Gerber. Randy! Yeah! And then that'll happen. Come on up and, for the, the rising. rising! 
We're all in the New Jersey Hall of Fame. <laughs> Randy Gerber gets in the New Jersey Hall of Fame also. <laughs> Uh, and then You're yeah, in. and then that brings everything back, and everybody gets excited again because they can get hammered in a giant mall with a mirror maze. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Oh fuck! Ow! Bonk! Ouch! Oh my leg! Uh, I tore my knee open. <laughs> <laughs> just breaking glass left and right. People just crashing into a mirror. <laughs> Day two with the mirror maze. Like, they're just writing calmly on a whiteboard. Okay, so new regulation. No alcohol in the mirror maze. The, the, uh, uh, the sequel to Us takes place in this mall. <laughs> we are proud to partner with Jordan Peele to bring you the Us Mirror Mall experience. Yeah. Here to open it officially, hologram Jordan Peele <laughs> and the hologram Southside Johnny and the Asbury Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't. Are we? I mean, I've got other details, but I'm I'm, I'm exhausted. exhausted. I I I'm exhausted. I need to sit back, I mean, put on some Southside Johnny, and relax. Um, I'm so happy I get to say Southside Johnny so much in this episode. Me too. I said my my friends, uh, the the uh, my friend who did all the music for Movie City. Your dad is in the band. Yeah. Oh um, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, this is this is insane. As we said, there's no reopening date. Um, even with with the Grimesians, they were they said all right, 2014, and then they did two more that didn't come to pass. Then they were saying fall 2018. This has been delayed so many times. They got 8% of it open for six months and then COVID. No, not even. When was it? November? Fuck. Um, like five <laughs> months of that. <laughs> that was the good. T- they they missed those days. <laughs> those were the glory days of Xanadu. Yeah. And there's just so much coverage in these trade magazines and NJ.com of like coming spring 2020. Like it's, <laughs> it's like an ohm. It feels like something the witches in Macbeth told you like oreo twisted come 2020 you know (laughs) it all does feel like threats especially when they they are saying that still in the works supposedly are plans for american dream miami oh yeah they're trying to do it again please (laughs) and this one is supposed to have sea lions that live there it would it, it would in theory be the biggest mall in north america taking a title that the, the edmonton mall used to have They'll, they're getting revenge and they would bring back something that hasn't been at their west edmonton mall in many many years submarines <laughs> go to miami drive a submarine around yes oh my god how about a candy store in a submarine that's a good idea. Jeff Rubin, for many years, has dreamed of the world's first subterranean floating candy store. <laughs> and for 25 years, to be exact, and now that dream's a reality. Tossing and turning, sleepless nights. Like, where will a Sour Patch store within a store go? Is it by the Reese's store? Store within a store? <laughs> What about a Sour Patch wedding chapel where you can marry a giant Sour Patch man or woman? (laughs) Do you take this candy to be your bride? (laughs) Just consult my Twix Bible. (laughs) 
Do you take Do you take uh, Denise, the candy woman, to be your awfully wedded wife? Do you take you to heaven to hold as long as you should live? Do you? Uh, the power invested in me in the United by the United States of Candy <laughs> <laughs> and the National Retail Entertainment Association. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, um, you may I, kiss the sour bride <laughs> kiss her sour lips um, this is we're all walking out of itch sugar throwing nerds at the newlyweds <laughs> oh god I want that at my wedding for real well sure <laughs> that would be a good idea yeah that's fucking good um, well, well wait a minute D- does that mean we're we're getting towards the the end. This is the part we haven't done this in so long. We haven't had one of these daily series, but I think that this is, we did it. I think we we, we covered all eight percent of this mall that opened, and doesn't that now mean that the keeper's spirit is free? Oh, that's right. That must be the but must be what happens now. Boys, boys, your journey is over. You have failed. <gasps> what? My oh, soul what? was used as collateral and is now owned by the banks. I'm toast, boys. <laughs> you oh, fucked no. up. Fuck you. What? <laughs> That's you, didn't, I, you didn't say the rules, really. Yeah, we didn't get a good explanation of what we were even supposed to do. How are huh. we going to stop the banks? If this mall couldn't fend off the banks, then how are us three idiots going to do it? Yeah, I don't know. I guess, well, before you get taken from the banks, do you have anything else you want to oh, yeah, say? Let, hey, let's let's exit through the miles of unopened uh, gift shops. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and uh, uh, use, uh, American Dream Keeper, you survive podcast to ride. Is there anything you'd like to plug? I just want to remind all you listeners about a man named Matt Cardona. His podcast, Wink Wink, my podcast, is called what? the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. It drops every Friday, wherever you find your podcasts. We have a Patreon, just like these guys. Um, we do more bonus <laughs> oh. stuff, though. All right, you that's said they it. do more bonus. Keep listening. Okay. Well, uh, I like this podcast. Well, podcast nice. The Ride. Uh, pretty cool. And every Friday, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. It's by... Hey, Len, call me. What? <laughs> okay. It's very still, canny. He's still trying to get Len Testa on the phone. Promoting some other guy's podcast, Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona, I know. Yes, he must be friends with him. He, he, was said he, he said it was me. I don't know. He must have been joking about that, but yes. I guess it's a wrestling podcast. If you like wrestling figures and action figures and collectibles... Uh, certainly check that out. That's nice mm. of him to plug. I also like how he did kind of a Don Rickles thing there. He kind of praised us tor- at the end yeah. after kind of and roasting also, us. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. But what don't we do enough? Bonuses? Oh, he said no, they do he more, does bo- more. He said they do bonuses on their Patreon. He was trying to get one up and say that the major wrestling figure, the Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zach Ry- formerly Zach Ryder of WWE, uh, oh, on yes, his Patreon, they uh, do more bonuses. I don't know that that's true. That's just what the ghost was saying. The spirit. Well, all right. Saying. Well, Where's it been long lately? You know, we need all, we need the time to talk to other human long, beings. Yes, the bonuses yeah. are in the episodes. They're always bonuses. But you know what? I think he's right, and that's why I think it, let's do more than just an audio bonus. I say that we build an entire bonus kingdom. Uh, I'm on Google maps and i found uh, a bunch of protected marshland um <laughs> that's uh just uh just off the coast of staten island okay and uh i propose we will not propose we will 
build uh, this. This the the, the podcast are at the third gate will be an actual place. Uh, it's going to be three million square feet. Uh-huh. And I promise it will be a pandemic or no pandemic. It'll be open by the end of 2021. So what oh, you can wow. do is pay us the money now. We'll start the, the third tier uh, mm-hmm. and that will cost five thousand dollars a month. And then you will have exclusive access to millions of square feet of entertainment. I'm very excited about this because I think I'd like to, you know, immediately announce some of the partnerships that we're, we have ready for this endeavor. So real quick, uh, this is somebody I think everybody knows and is going to be very excited about that is on board with, uh, oh. with us. Podcast oh, really? Right. Oh, great. Yeah, here we go. Oh, it's Chucko the birthday clown. He's now finally in business with us officially, and we'll be able to license his image, and we'll be able to do some sort of a Chucko experience. Maybe sort of a hall of mirrors with Chucko, sort of a fun house. Uh, I think it's very exciting. Uh, Dreamkeeper, you shut your mouth. Stop this song at once. I don't want to hear one other verse of that song, sir. After you dig us, then you play that. Yeah, well, that look, he was just helping me out because of the different part the partnership we have. Yeah, we we did not discuss this. There's plenty of IP. We always talk about buying IP that we we want and enjoy and that's up for grabs. And yet the one that we choose is the one scary clown. Uh I might have to pull out of this and start my own and start the Scott Gardner dream. That um, will be in uh the city of uh Yermo, which I believe is on the way to <laughs> Vegas. And it's gonna be six million square feet. And no chuckos allowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we'll talk about that off here. But uh, unless anybody has anything else, uh, just to salute to American Dream, do you think maybe there is a Chucko song where he salutes America that I may have found earlier today, and that we should go out playing that? No, that would I don't be think great. That. I mean, that would be really about? good if that. I mean, by perchance that can happen. Okay, well, well it Ray- can't be real. It doesn't exist, does it? Uh, well, I think it does exist, but you know, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and uh, you know, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. So thrown, I was forgetting to podcast the ride on Instagram, the- podcast the ride on Twitter. Um, Do the second gate. Go to there's three bonus episodes yes. every month, which apparently isn't enough at podcast the ride. The second gate at <laughs> Patreon.com/slash podcast the ride. I've been beaten up by this keeper, and now I've got to be have some fucking song shoved down my throat. Uh, yes, that's true. But uh, look, we're in partnership with Chucko now. He's part of our uh, universe. So unfortunately, he's going to have to sing a salute to America to take us out. I'd kill for Randy a partnership with Randy Gerber. No, now. Randy's out. He's not partnering with us. What is yeah. what's Chucko going to give me a briefcase full of uh, uh, seltzer? <laughs> like, all right let me oh, well you know what i put my our differences aside and i'm so excited to be in league oh a briefcase huh this must be a very uh, valuable thing bib juice oh, no that would have been a better joke you're right briefcase yeah. full of bib juice i only barely remembered what it was would have been a better it, joke I agree. Oh, and it's not even in bottles it's loose in a leather <laughs> briefcase and then this song that starts playing is of course country the united states of america let's light a candle in every heart for the greatest land of all happy birthday to our country 
Hail to all the four. This is two and a half minutes eight. long. Jesus. That freedom ring. Eddie Scott. Chucko has got a premiere. Happy birthday to the you. deserve U- everything that's going to us. The American wow. dream is dead. That is a big birthday to remember. This is what July he sounds like. God, that's Chucko. 1776. That's the day our country was born. Hey, you know how we always celebrate birthdays for girls and boys and mamas and daddies and deeds. Mamas? Even our pets. Oh, well. Things Shut and places up. can have birthdays, too. This is our partner yeah. in business. Yeah. It's got right this is our partner in, in America. <laughs> you know, a long, long no time respect ago, for you. our forefathers uh, This was shut down my throat. We had an agreement. It was three of us. Uh, that meant that uh, everybody born <laughs> in America be able to live in freedom. Yeah. To eat and sleep. Work and play. You hit your D's too hard and you have a list. Without anybody telling us how to do it. That's uh, right. Thank you, Chuck. As long as we practice the golden rule. Oh, uh, yeah, you see? Why, just like one big family. Uh, you put your head in a microwave? What's wrong with you? Of the Microwaves were different back then. This family, <laughs> the United States of America. Right. Yes, sir. He's July working it down 4th, for us. 1776. That's the birthday. Here we go. Never forget. Yes, sir. This will be the theme of our new mall we're building, by the way. This will be playing like Main Street's theme as you're coming onto the mall. And in the tapes, there'll be Chucko's statue like the Walt statue in Town Square at Disneyland. It was part of his contract, and he actually owned, he, he has 26%. Uh, the rest of our, uh, he has one more percent. Also, I like to announce that like Chucko is officially uh, alive again. <laughs> Happy birthday no. to you. It's true. Must three. Happy birthday to our future mall. We must three open the country. <laughs> Let's give don't get those kids back at school. Don't <laughs> wear a mask. <laughs> Masks aren't real, but hydrocloxychlorin is the who. <laughs> If you put a corpse in the wetlands and Reese Rutherford comes back to life, and that's how I'm a year. <laughs> like the Lazarus Pit from Batman. Oh, I, I said that. I think I said that uh, the Mr. Six episode was the weirdest episode. And now I change to this one. One snuck in there. That, yeah, that Chucko the Clown was, a, was revived to sing an American song because of toxic waste found at the, the site of Xanadu. Yep. <sighs> this well, sucks. Erase. This is not canon. This is not podcast ride canon. It's main feed. None of this it's happened. main feed, Scott. It has to be. <laughs> it's main feed, and I'm sure next week will be even more normal. I can only assume. <laughs> Back to regular, fun, pleasant stuff. We're really coming apart, aren't we? Yep. Uh, let's t- let's get a let's get a break. We 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 deserve one. I agree. Uh, <laughs> bye bye, kids. Bye. 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 Go outside, get coughed on. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, Dog. please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com. And subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.